Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Nervous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Nervous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strictly Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous. I change everybody's voices. You can call me from a phony number. You can email me from a phony email. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you have a confession that you just want to get off your back, I have a confessions hotline. You can call that 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, all of those anonymous confessions are aired on my Patreon. And what you also get on my Patreon, besides the hundreds of anonymous confessions that I've got, is all my episodes early and ad-free. You also get anonymous pics of all of my female guests. I think maybe only one didn't send them in. Hot, sexy pics. Like R-rated pics, but hot pics. You could see all those girls over on my Patreon, as well as Q&As that I answer everyone's questions, as well as access to my private Discord where people get super naughty. That's where my guests go and drop all their X-rated stuff. And it wound up becoming like this community of like my listeners going and dropping all their naughty stuff too. So if you want to join that community and talk to my other listeners. You get to post stuff, videos, pictures, as well as see my guests, talk to my guests. They post the X-rated things over there. There's a lot of guests who have been on there and posted their stuff. Sign up for my Patreon. It is literally only $5 a month and you get all of that. I need to raise it. I haven't raised it yet. If you get it now at five, even if I raise it, you don't get raised. So get it now for $5. As soon as I'm done being fucking sick, I'm going to raise it, okay? <laughs> I've been sick for three weeks, four weeks. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me but I've been editing out coughs from this podcast oh my god it's like torture um but today is a girl talk episode I decided to get a guy on I'm talking to a guy it's a girl and a guy talk episode and it's all about STIs because that is an important topic and we're not just talking about STIs we're talking about ways to avoid spreading STIs ways to avoid having an STI and we're also talking about ED erectile dysfunction this guy Robert is coming on he's from Shameless Care. That is his company. 
He offers some really amazing products. I was just going to do an ad for his stuff, but I'm like, why don't you come on and do a whole episode? Because his shit is so interesting. Robert happens to be in the lifestyle and his company, Shameless Care, is very sex positive. So all of the doctors, it's telemedicine, all of the doctors that work for him, anyone that you're writing in, I mean, you could be as honest as you want about what you fucking need or what your deal is because it's called Shameless Care for a reason. There's no shame in your game, okay? He has a product called DoxyPep, which this is why I wanted to, him to come on and talk about because I'm like that. I wish this existed 20 years ago. It's basically kind of like the morning after pill, but for STDs. It works for a bunch of them. He explains exactly how. It's a great new product that he offers. It's called DoxyPep. Literally, it's like the morning after you had unprotected sex, either oral unprotected sex or vaginal or anal unprotected sex. You take this, you're going to be good to go. He explains it all. He offers it. He's going to give all the details about it. He also offers an STI panel that covers everything. And the difference with his, his STI panel is they don't just do the regular swabs. They do a throat swab. And he explains why that's important. And he has a funny story, a personal story of why that's important, okay? You won't believe it. I was shocked. I learned some things on this episode. I always kind of brag about how protected I am and stuff, but we talk a lot about how the STIs can be transmitted orally. And I think I didn't really realize how prevalent that was. But if you're tested in your throat, you will find out everything. Like I said, his STI panels cover a lot more a lot of stuff. He explains exactly on that. And then because we had some time, we talked about erectile dysfunction. We talked about why it happens, how it happens all the time for guys of all ages, not just for old guys. Everyone used to think Viagra's for old men. No. Okay, Viagra's for and Cialis and it's all generic stuff now. It's so cheap and it's for everybody and anyone who wants to make sure they're going to get it up and stay up and be good for the whole night. He explains how that works. He, because he's in the lifestyle, he explains how important it is for people in the lifestyle to use it. And I explain how important it is in regular life because as a vanilla woman, I've come across guys that could have used Viagra or Cialis at all different ages. And that's what's important for people to know. And the good news is because it's telemedicine, you don't have to go to your doctor and talk to him. This is all done online. He explains it all. It's super interesting. It's not just like an infomercial. I hate fucking episodes like that. This is not that he's a really cool guy. He's in the lifestyle himself. He prefers hot wifing. He's very into hot wifing. He said like 10 times, like, you got to come on and tell me your story. We got some stories from him and you'll hear some stories from me and you will learn a lot about STIs and how they're transmitted and it is super informative. Plus, you're going to love his products that he has to offer. He'll explain them all. All the links, everything will be in the description, but I'm going to be right back on with Robert. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Robert from Shameless Care. Uh, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, you're calling in on a girl talk episode. This is like a girl and a guy talk episode. I'm the girl, you're the guy, and we're going to be talking about fucking STIs. <laughs> I get a lot of comments, I have to tell you, from people. A lot of people in the vanilla world kind of always saying to me, like, oh, why don't you ask your people who are calling to your show, like, you know, the, the swingers, the ones who are really hardcore, like, did they use condoms? I'm like, because I fucking know most people don't use condoms, and the people in the vanilla world don't use condoms, okay? I 
always use condoms, but only because I'm a hypochondriac. <laughs> and I've always said, like, <laughs> seriously, like, people, if you really want to know that someone's going to be cool with using a condom, date a hypochondriac. I had a booty call once for seven years. I wouldn't let his dick touch my leg without a condom. And he wouldn't either because he was just as much of a hypochondriac as I was. And that's the only people who use condoms all the time. So many people are sloppy. A lot of people are having sex when they're fucking drunk. I'm sober 30 years, so I don't roll like that. But most people do. So I think it's a really important topic. You are the founder of a company called Shameless Care. And you have these two different things that we're going to talk about on this episode. We're going to talk all about STIs and you're going to explain all that kind of stuff, but you're also going to explain what you have available, which I think is amazing. There's something called DoxyPep, right? That is correct. Yep. That's really exciting. Yeah. It's kind of like the morning after pill, but for STIs, which is a great thing. I've never heard of something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, STI, bacterial STI rates across the country are are increasing. And so this is something that is really being pushed by the public health sector as a way to address that. And, and it's really, really quite exciting. Is it because you think the younger generation are all just so open and having sex and more free? Because to me, when I was growing up, there was a lot of STIs going around then too. Because like I said, nobody was using fucking condoms. They all say that they do, but they don't. Yeah, it's it's hard to say exactly why they're increasing, but I think it's a pretty safe assumption that as HIV has become less of a death sentence, right? I mean, when I grew up, the the sex health was all AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. If you do this, you're going to get AIDS, and if you get AIDS, you're going to die. And now with PrEP and some antiviral treatments, HIV is, for the most part, much more difficult to contract nowadays. And if people do get it, it's it's much more of a treatable you know, long-term chronic condition as opposed to a death sentence. And so I think people have that information and a lot of people are on prep and are making decisions accordingly and and deciding to live their best life with without condoms. But but those bacterial STIs, which have always been around, are still there. And so I think those are why the rates are increasing, but nobody really knows for sure. No, that makes sense because I remember when HIV came into play in my lifetime. Before that, all we worried about was like herpes. Uh, I mean, herpes is, is not something that goes away, but most of the stuff that was out there, you take an antibiotic and you get cured. So nobody was using condoms. My condom usage and paranoia as a hypochondria went into overdrive when HIV came in. So I think you're, you're right that that probably increased people using using it and that it kept those numbers down and now that it's not a death sentence and it's easier to manage and you don't die from it that people are not using condoms because the truth is sex is better without a fucking condom and I think a lot of people don't know how you can contract STIs I think everyone thinks you got to put a dick inside a vag or inside an asshole without a condom to get an STI. But that's not true. I know that to not be true, but I think most people don't understand that. So why don't you explain the mechanics of how to get an STI and then explain your product, how to fucking cure it <laughs> and get rid of it so you're all good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we do live in a pretty magical time where, like I said, HIV for the most part is a treatable chronic condition and, and not a death sentence. And, and so it's really, it's something that we never imagined would, would happen in the 80s or 90s, but, but thank God that we're here now, because you're exactly right. Most STIs that people get now are either HSV, herpes, for example, is very much a, a, it can be highly annoying for some people, no doubt about that, and very painful. 
but it's the stigma associated with it that is the that is the primary the primary issue. So for the most part, we do live in a pretty magical time. Now, I have a personal story which I think illustrates this idea that using a condom for penis and vagina or penis and ass sex isn't a cure-all. And that is that I'm in the swinger lifestyle, and I used to use a company, which I won't name for my STI testing, but it included a blood draw and a urine sample. Now, if you're a woman, that's oftentimes a cervix swab or something like that. But anyway, I got a text from a partner who said, hey, I'm pretty sure you gave me gonorrhea. In fact, I know you did because you're the only person I've been with and I now have it. And guess what? My husband now has it through me. And I was pretty shocked by that because I had had a complete, quote unquote, complete STI panel since I had been with her and everything was was negative. And I told her that and she said, well, have you ever heard of a throat swab? And I said, no, what, what the hell? What the hell is that basically? And she explained it to me. She explained that gonorrhea and chlamydia can can be contracted through oral sex and it can live in your throat. And the only way to test for that is to have a throat swab test, which is basically everybody remembers the COVID test from a year or two ago where a nurse stuck a swab up your nose and swirled it around. It's that same exact thing, except in the back of your throat. But back to the story, whenever she told me about that, I had a hell of a time finding a doctor who would do a throat swab test. My first doctor said, I've been practicing medicine for 25 years. I've never even heard of that. I finally found a doctor who would do the throat swab test. And sure enough, I had a completely asymptomatic case of oral gonorrhea. I didn't have bad wow. breath. I didn't have a sore throat. I didn't have anything. I was just walking around with gonorrhea bacteria happily living in my throat, ready to be passed on to whoever I, I happen to be with next. And that was really eye-opening to me because I want to help people. I don't want to hurt people. And while gonorrhea isn't the end of the world, I realized, my God, almost everyone, even people who religiously use condoms for penis and vaginal sex, most of them have unprotected oral sex. And I realized that something had to be done about this. And that's why we started the company. So we sell two panels. Both of them have throat swabs. We would not sell an STI panel without throat swabs because that is such an important part of the equation. If you're only getting your genitals tested, um, you're really not getting a complete STI panel. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey, I'm excited to introduce you to a brand new sponsor, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke is the premier source for THC products. They also have CBD gummies. I tried the CBD watermelon gummies. They were delicious and they made me feel chill and relaxed and then gave me a killer night's sleep. But what they're great for is their THC products. And I gave it to my nanny. She tried the THC 
grape flavored gummies that have melatonin in it. And she said she had the best sleep plus zero hangover. She loves them. They have a wide range of strengths and doses, whether you want something you know, super strong because you want to just like chill out or something to boost your energy to keep you going or something lighter that's just going to give you like a mellow high, Diet Smoke is for you. Now listen, Diet Smoke understands that everybody is different. If you have a problem figuring out which one of their products is the right match for you, their customer service team is there ready to help you out and hook you up. Diet Smoke has THC gummies, drinks, and smokables, each one made to deliver a premium balance in flavor and effect. Don't settle for less. Join the Diet Smoke community and discover the buzz for you. Visit dietsmoke.com today and use code CONFESSION for 50% off any item and enjoy your journey to cannabis bliss. That's dietsmoke.com. Use my code CONFESSION for 50% off. That's a great deal. Diet Smoke, your partner in finding the perfect THC products. Wow, and how long can you walk around with gonorrhea in the back of your throat and not know? Well, I don't know that for sure, but it can be asymptomatic really forever in your throat. I don't mean that you would have it forever, but but it can remain just kind of sitting there and gonorrhea in your throat is actually harder to kill, for lack of a better word, than genitally. If you have genital gonorrhea, you'll get a 500 milligram shot of intramuscular antibiotics if your doctor's following best practices, and you're cured. Wait seven days before you have sex, and you're, you're good to go. There's no reason to even go back to the doctor. If you have a throat um, infection, you do need to go back to the doctor and be retested at the two-week mark because it is a little bit more difficult to kill in the throat. So it's it's something that's often asymptomatic and is harder to get rid of and spreads very easily through oral sex. So it's just one of those things. It's not the end of the world. If people get this, it's very curable, not a big deal, but it is something that people need to be aware of because most people are trying to be responsible. They're going to their doctor. They're asking for the full panel and their doctor is just not savvy enough about STIs to give them anything that resembles a full STI panel. Yeah, that's so interesting. So you guys, your STI panel, what does it test for? Well, it tests for gonorrhea and chlamydia, both genitally and um, in the throat. It tests for syphilis, HSV, HIV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, mycoplasma genitalium, which is a really interesting infection. A lot of women who have what they feel like is recurrent BV actually potentially have mycoplasma genitalium, which is another STI that doctors really don't test for, generally speaking. And it is a very expensive assay. It's There's a reason why most STI testing companies don't include all of these tests that we do, which is that some of these are really quite expensive and some of these can double the cost from the provider's point of view. And so they're not often not given, but I just feel like they're critically important. And then trick as well. Trick is a little parasite that can live in the reproductive tract that is really quite common STI that most people are are never tested for. So for that woman who has that chronic BV, she's going to her doctor, her gynecologist. Are you saying that most likely her gynecologist is not including when she's doing the swab? Is is she including that test for that STI that you just said mimics chronic BV or do most doctors not even test for that when a, a woman goes in? 
I'm, I'm, I can't answer that for sure. I know that it's often overlooked, but I, I couldn't give you a percentage or anything like that. And, I, and I'm not even suggesting that most women who have chronic BV have mycoplasma genitalia. But, but yeah, I think it is something that if a woman has multiple partners, and this, some of this comes back to people not feeling free all the time to have these discussions with their doctor. And that's another benefit of shameless care. We operate entirely through telemedicine and you can tell your doctor whatever you want. You can say, I'm going to a big swinger resort, hedonism resort in Jamaica in a month, and I'd like to get a full STI panel before I go, or I would like some ED medication if you're a guy, or eudoxypep, which I know we're going to talk about. You can be completely honest and open. It's not only entirely online, but our doctors are extremely sex positive. Yeah, I love that because that's the way my people roll and that's the way I roll as well. So and t- explain doxypep. How does it work? What does it treat? Yeah, doxypep is a really exciting preventative medication that can help prevent gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis. And it's been proven to be about 60 to 80% effective, and it's essentially the morning after pill, but for bacterial STIs. So what it is, is a small dose of the antibiotic doxycycline, which has been around for a very long time. And people take doxypep within 72 hours, ideally 24 hours, but up to 72 hours after unprotected sex, including oral sex. And it dramatically reduces the likelihood that a bacterial infection like gonorrhea, chlamydia, or syphilis would take a hold in the body, for lack of a better word. So like I said, it's basically everyone's familiar with the morning after pill for pregnancy. It's sort of that same thing. from a bacterial STI point of view. It does absolutely nothing to prevent herpes, HIV, hepatitis. You know, I just want to be really clear about that. It is those bacterial infections, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis after unprotected sex and unprotected oral sex is unprotected sex because all three of those bacterial infections spread through oral sex. So is that to say that like, because this works if you take it within 24 to 72 hours, you just need a tiny a bit of that antibiotic, but after that, it takes a hold of your body and then you need that whole dose, right? This is like saving you from taking a full round of antibiotics, correct? Yeah, that's a great point. Yes. I mean, if somebody has a full-blown gonorrhea infection, this is not going to cut it. This is not treatment for an infection. It's to prevent that exposure from really being established and colonized in the body. Yeah, but that's great because I hate taking antibiotics. I, You know, to me, yeah, they clean out one thing, but they clean out a lot of other good things too. So you always have to, you know, really help your body after you take a, a strong dose of an antibiotic. So I think what's great about this is that you're taking a little tiny amount and nipping it in the bud before it grows and you need that full course of antibiotics. Absolutely. And research is ongoing in terms of, of antibiotic resistance and and that sort of thing but but there's some it's some interesting things at play here and one is that research shows that if somebody goes to the doctor let's say they go to urgent care and they're having any sort of symptoms that even remotely resemble something like gonorrhea and they mention that they're sexually active or they have multiple partners or anything like that 76 percent of the time that doctor is going to immediately treat them for gonorrhea They're also going to test them for gonorrhea, but it's going to take about 48 hours for that test to come back. And and guess what? Um, That infection is often negative. So that person got basically a nuclear bomb, forgive my language, of antibiotics for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And so the jury is out in terms of antibiotic resistance and, and is this 
something that public health people are going to keep pushing. They're certainly pushing it right now. They feel like the juice is worth the squeeze and, and there's no evidence that this would increase antibiotic resistance. But there are several interesting things at play, including when people are more comfortable and less concerned about things like gonorrhea, they're less likely to go to the doctor and get treated for a gonorrhea infection that they don't necessarily have. Right. And just so you know, exactly what you just said uh, can happen. Happened to me once I had a guy that I fucked and then I passed him on to my friend and she fucked him too. And I used a condom with him because like I said, I was always like, you have to use a condom with me. And uh, we used a condom and I fucked him and then he fucked my friend and he called us both and said to me and to her, I have chlamydia and you gave it to me. I'm like, I couldn't have given it to you. Like you used the condom. I'm like, I know for a fact I didn't, but I'm going to prove to you. I'm going to go yeah. get my test. Yeah. And all I, I knew for a fact I didn't have it and I didn't give it to him. But I went to the doctor just to show him that I wasn't fucking lying. And they did exactly what they said. They said, we, they swabbed me, they took it, and here's your antibiotics. And I took it just in case, and then it came back negative. And I had to take that, which is dumb, because I don't think it's great to take antibiotics if you don't need them. I mean, listen, they work. I believe in modern medicine. It's amazing, miracle shit that when you need it, it's great. But if you don't, it's not good. There's no reason for it. Yeah, exactly. And and the, the ladies who are listening to this know full well what can happen when you take a huge dose of antibiotics like that, which is yeast infections and BV and then more yeast infections. It just, it can, it can kind of spiral out of control. And so the doxypep, very small dose of antibiotics, 200 milligrams taken within 72 hours, but ideally within 24 hours of unprotected sex, including oral sex, can help to prevent those, those issues. Yeah, that's amazing. And how do you get gonorrhea or any of those bacterial STIs from oral sex? Is it in the come? Is it coming? Because listen, I'm always like pro swallowing. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always talk about that. Like, oh, I always fucking swallow. And as a hypochondriac, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Like, oh my God, where is that STI coming from? If I'm like going down on a guy and he is it come? Is it in his cum? Is it on his dick? Like, how do you get how do you tra how does it transfer orally? Is it in the semen? Is it on is it on the skin? Sure. Well, it's in the urethra, and it and so it and it can also be in people's throats, and so it just sort of transmits back and forth from those two areas. This brings up an interesting point, which is I don't think people really tend to understand what a condom does and what a condom doesn't do. So a condom basically really co covers the the end of the of the dick. It you know, covers the urethra. It keeps the urethra from coming into contact with the mucosal walls of the vagina, of the of the mouth, of the throat. And that's basically all that it does. And so if you think about these different infections, like HSV is a skin-to-skin -skin infection, HPV spreads very easily with or without a condom, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, all of those can spread through oral sex, which a lot of people don't use a condom. I, I've often talked about this. So I'm in, from the swinger community, and a lot of people in the swinger community religiously use condoms for penis and vaginal sex. But oral sex is just a free-for-all. Yeah, that's so me. That's what I was just saying. Even me. <laughs> yeah. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's great. And everybody should live their best life. I, I'm, very, I'm very sex positive. And if you do get gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, it's, it's definitely not the end of the world. You just need to know that you have it and, and be treated for it. But imagine if a woman's sexual fluids were purple dye. So we're just going to do this little ima imaginative exercise. Everything that comes out of that woman is purple dye, which is going to stain let's just say a man, every part of that man for a week, everywhere that it touches. 
and and they're having oral sex and then they're fingering and then he's grabbing his dick and they're doing this that and the other thing and yes they put a condom on while she does cowgirl or whatever but then they take it off and she sucks his dick again and this that and the other thing every part of that man would be colored purple by the time <laughs> by the time sex was over and so there's no it's it's it should be an expectation that the way people have sex that these bacterial infections like gonorrhea and chlamydia syphilis are going to keep spreading, whether or not they are using a condom for penis and vaginal sex. Um, and that's really where DoxyTab can come in really, really useful. Yeah. So explain what they get if they do buy your DoxyPep. Why don't you give that information? Absolutely. So everything is online. We have board certified physicians in all 50 states. And so no matter where somebody's located, let's say you have a listener from Iowa, for example, their local doctor is probably not even going to have heard of DoxyPep. It's just something that is really kind of cutting edge and also really strictly in the in the sex world. And you just can't expect a general practitioner to really be up about all of these issues. But let's say they live in Iowa, they log on to our website, they order DoxyPep. From there, they'll fill out a online medical questionnaire, which takes about five minutes or so. And then a physician, a board certified physician located in their state will review their information and will most likely approve the prescription if they approve the prescription, then what they get is 15 doses of DoxyPep in their mail and discrete packaging. And that is $109 for the entire year. That includes the prescription, it includes shipping, it includes tax, it includes the medication. $109 all-inclusive, and that is for a year supply, which is up to 15 doses. So obviously, if someone is having unprotected sex more often than that, and some people do, they're going to have to come up with some other way to protect themselves because you can't <laughs> right. take you can't take antibiotics every single day, obviously. And so our medical director was comfortable with 15 doses being a year supply. And I think that makes a lot of sense for most people. So that's I think that's a really great deal. That's not a lot of money. OK, it's, it's a flat fee. You're getting 15 doses, which is amazing. You want to hold on to those doses. Use it if you had unprotected sex by accident or knowingly, whatever, whether it's oral or or vaginal, correct? Yeah, or anal. It, it's any 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 sort of unprotected sex. Doxypep is probably a good idea for most people. I do want to talk about the research associated with it a little bit. The, the research has been really positive in men who have sex with men, and just men in general. There's been much, because that is the majority of new STI cases in the United States. And so that's where the majority of the focus is taking place. The research is less conclusive on cisgendered women. And there's only been one study done so far. This was about 200 women or so in Africa. And about 20% of them were sex workers. You exchanged money for sex. Of course, they're trying to find groups of women who have a high likelihood of contracting an STI in order to have their um, control groups and that sort of thing. So very, very small study. And that did show some effect with DoxyPep, but it wasn't st statistically significant. Um, our doctors are prescribing DoxyPep to both men and women because the California Department of Public Health has issued some guidance that we've really taken a hold of, which basically says basically says that if somebody feels like they're at high risk of a bacterial STI, then take them at their word that they are at high risk of a bacterial STI and prescribe DoxyPep. So that's the approach that we're taking. Because that's going to stop the spread of stuff. I mean, that's the hopes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And now let's get into the SDI panel, but let's first explain to people, and I'm sure you have this information because I think it's interesting. I don't know. I, I just always Google if I think I have something, but like give the symptoms, like <laughs> list the, the like what what are the symptoms of gonorrhea? I wouldn't even know. I don't know that one. I would Google it if I was having a weird symptom, but can you go through the STIs and explain the symptoms and then explain all the information about your STI panel? I don't think I'm comfortable doing that. Oh, really? I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I mean, all right. So they got to Google. Example, the... <laughs> Google University. That's where I go. <laughs> um, I, I will say something about our panels, though, which is okay. our panels are really designed for people who are who are taking a proactive approach to STI testing. So, our our STI testing is at home, and what that means is that people go to our website, they order an STI panel. Believe it or not, in the United States, a doctor has to write a lab requisition for that, meaning it's almost like a prescription, <laughs> which seems sort of silly because it, it, it increases the, the cost of all of this, of course. But a doctor, board-certified doctor in, in whatever state the patient is in, has to say, yes, this person wants an STI panel, and, and that's fine, and we'll proceed with that. And then the, the testing materials come through the mail. And so they're just as accurate as any test somebody would get at urgent care or at their OB or, or whatever, but because it comes through the mail, it's not that fast. Like people can generally get results in about a week and a half after they order this. Oh, okay. Now you make tested. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is not for the person that thinks they have an STI. This is the person that right. wants to get a clean bill of health. So they maybe they met a new partner. Maybe they like you said, they're going to a hotel takeover or whatever it is. Exactly. But they want to know for sure that they're clean and they could have unprotected sex with their partner. And hopefully their partner has done the same. Exactly. Yeah. If somebody has discharge or something like yeah, that, go to your doctor. Classic <laughs> symptom of gonorrhea. Yeah. Run to your doctor immediately. Don't. <laughs> no, but I just wonder how many cases of hidden gonorrhea like you had have you guys been finding on this STI panel? I'm like a little, you know, I want to get it because I'm like, how do I know if I have it in my throat? Because you had it and you had no clue. It's interesting. It is interesting. I'm not involved in the pornography industry at all, but but about six months ago, they had a shutdown in California over gonorrhea. And what I found out at that time was that their testing is really good and they test every two weeks, I think. Some of you who are performers out there in the audience are probably like, no, that's wrong. It's three weeks or whatever. But I, I think it's every two weeks. But while they were mandating a gonorrhea test, they were not mandating a throat test. And so you can imagine how many performers were going to set with a negative STI panel, negative for gonorrhea, but had it an active gonorrhea infection in their throat. So it is something that people are getting more and more aware of, but it is something that, that everybody needs to be aware of. And if doctors were aware of it, and most of them aren't, unfortunately, but if doctors were aware of it, then there may be no reason for a, for a shameless care, because that's really what we're all about is trying to address this glaring deficiency. So your STI panel tests for so much stuff. I mean, I've had STI panels before. It didn't have all that shit on it. And how much is your STI panel? Well, we're going to give you a coupon code, strictly anon, um, to get quite a bit of money off our complete panel, which, which we call the perfect STI panel, which again has chlamydia and gonorrhea, both the throat and genitally. It has mycoplasma genitalium, which is a expensive assay, which is why most doctors don't don't run it. Trick, syphilis, HIV, herpes simplex 2, hepatitis B, 
and hepatitis C free treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that includes free treatment if somebody is STI positive. We also have another panel which removes some of those things. For example, it removes mycoplasma genitalia and includes obviously shipping both ways, the interaction with the physician, and any follow-up care that someone might need. So, for example, if one of our patients does have a case of chlamydia, for example, they get free follow-up care with that physician, which will probably involve that physician calling in a prescription to whatever pharmacy that person wants. So once someone has an STI, we really try to break away from telemedicine at that point, meaning the doctor can still prescribe online, but we don't want people waiting for medication through the mail. So at that point, we're no longer selling people drugs. We're just offering them a free prescription to like their local Walgreens or something like that so they can get treated because time is of the essence when somebody has an STI. Yeah, that's great. So it's not like they have to go and double pay and then just go to their doctor, do the wait for the test. I mean, you're going to treat them immediately. And you have no states that you're not allowed to test in, right? Because I know for me living in New York City, um, there's a lot of companies that I can't go and get a test from for some reason. Maybe it's because it's blood tests and your test is different. I don't know. But, but there's there's a lot of laws against testing in certain states and stuff, but you guys are legal in every state, correct? Oh, I can tell you exactly why that is. Yeah, tell York. me. So, so almost, if not all, then almost all at-home STI testing companies, whether that's Everly Well or Shameless Care or whoever, are all using the same lab. And that is that is Molecular Labs, which is a great lab located in the state of Washington, which is licensed in every state except New York. New York has a pretty stringent program from what I understand, and they're working diligently to jump through all of those hoops. But of course you have to do so very carefully. So if you go to everlywell.com, you're also not gonna be able to get tested there if you're in New York. Um, which brings me to a good point, which is, we're trying to pay for our expenses through the ED medication and some of these other things that we do. We basically sell these STI tests at cost. So if somebody goes to a, another company and they're like, wow, this panel is only $129, let's say, I encourage you to really learn a lot about STIs and take a look at what that panel is testing versus ours. For example, if that panel says finger prick and urine test, boom, that right there tells you they're not testing for oral. STIs. And then other things like mycoplasma, all of these different things, because I'm in the business and we're all buying these tests from basically the same place, I can pretty much predict what somebody has on their panel or doesn't have based upon the price that they are charging. And so we didn't set about to build the best STI testing business. We set out about to sell the best STI panel. Yeah, no, I, I've never seen a panel include all of that. And I never heard of the throat testing. I didn't know that that existed. Like I said, I want to get the panel because I'm like, maybe I have that in my throat. I never, even as the hypochondriac that I've been bragging that I am, I never put a condom on when I'm blowing someone. Like never did, never thought of it. Yeah, and you know what? Somebody wants that in business that you can make a pizza so cheap no one would buy it. And I often think about that with sex. Like, who really, not many of us, want to have sex that is that is that safe, right? So if you have, <laughs> if you always use a if you always use a dental dam and you always use a condom for oral sex and you're using condoms for penetrative sex, at some point the juice just isn't worth the squeeze anymore for most people. And so safe sex is not an on-off switch, it's a spectrum. 
and and all of us are somewhere on that spectrum between completely reckless and completely safe and that and that's okay and everybody gets to make their own decisions about that and STI testing is just a part of that just a part of that puzzle yeah, because I was kind of bragging as if I am so safe. Like I thought I was all the way on the extreme, <laughs> but I'm really not. <laughs> I mean, I'm really, okay. I'm really starting okay. to think I, I may make my guy put a condom on when I blow him. Can you get HIV from oral sex or no? Is it just from blood to blood contact? Do you know that? I know you don't like to answer those questions, but do you know about that one? Sure. Well, the CDC has a great data sheet on this and anybody can find it. If you just Google like HIV CDC per occurrence, and it's basically a risk, risk exposure. And so, for example, for penetrative penis and vagina sex, if and it's 10 per 10,000 exposure. So if 10,000, so imagine in your mind, there were 10,000 men all lined up, erect, ready to have sex. And every one of those 10,000 men had HIV. And, and the, now there's 10,000 women also naked. They're all HIV negative. And those 10,000 couples, I'm, I'm doing air quotes, but of course you can't see that, are about to have sex. At the end of that, about 12 on average of those women would have contracted HIV. So out of 10,000 women, about 12 would have contracted it. Now with anal sex, that is much higher, which is why the HIV rate amongst men who have sex with men is so much higher. It's not anything particular about being homosexual. It's about anal sex, which is just a riskier activity. Now under oral sex on that same data sheet, the CDC just lists it as negligible, which basically means it's so unlikely that there's no data on it. So I would say very, 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 very low, not worth even considering that someone is going to get HIV through oral sex. And that's according to the CDC. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you have any worries there. Okay, cool. <laughs> so maybe, <I'm... laughs> maybe I just got to stop bragging about how great I am and just, but I could keep the condom off <laughs> and I'll get your doxypap. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, I know... Um, you also offer ED medication, right? I mean, that's the other part of shameless care. Why don't we talk about that? Because this is like the girl guy talk episode. I got a large <laughs> male audience and this is the kind of information that guys need. And I think a lot of times this is the kind of information or stuff that guys don't want to talk in person to their doctor about, correct? Um, but you offer telemedicine in this case as well. Absolutely. And like I said, all of our doctors are very sex positive. So if let's say somebody is in the swinger lifestyle, for example, or just an open relationship or polyamorous or, or whatever, and they can put right in the medical form, like I, I don't have any problems with my wife at home, but with new partners or with condoms or whatever else, I do find myself needing a little bit of assistance. And, and that's good enough because our physicians realize that anxiety can be a huge contributor to ED. Right. And that's important information for your doctor to know. Right. But that's probably not something a guy's going to be comfortable saying to their fucking doctor. Like, you know, when I go and bang that girl behind my wife's back, <laughs> like some of my guys are doing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, I'm a swinger. No one wants to say that. And it was really interesting to me when I first started to do my show and I would talk about talk to swingers or people in the lifestyle and they would talk about guys not being able to get it up. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because you always think like, oh my God, all a guy needs to do is see a girl naked and boom, he's got a heart on, you know, how could he not get it up? But you hear that a lot in the lifestyle, right? There is that ang anxious thing that can take, come over somebody. I mean, it's not like uncommon. Oh, absolutely. If, if you go into a swinger club, you know, anyone who's been there multiple times, 
almost all of them are using erectile dysfunction medication. And it's really unfortunate. And I actually wish that swinger clubs and resorts and things like that would do a better job of talking about their new members proactively because there's no benefit to having a guy go in, a couple go into it. Let's say they go to Hedonism Resort, for example. They're there for an entire week and the guy realizes on night one, holy shit, the last thing I ever expected to happen is happening to me. And now what do I do? Because that that leads men to do really unsafe things like get medication from a friend or buy it from some guy on the street. The, The generic Viagra and generic Cialis is so inexpensive that there's absolutely no reason for men to even go to their doctor and get it when they could just use telemedicine and save themselves at least a day's worth of travel and all of that sort of stuff. And also just be be better prepared for those high anxiety situations when they need it. And so what do you offer guys? And they have to call in. I mean, it's the same thing. Explain the process of how they get ED medication from you. Okay. Well, no one ever has to call in. Everything is, is online. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. When they fill out an online medical form, but they can choose between generic Cialis, which is called Tadalafil, or generic Viagra, which is called Sildenafil. They can choose either one of those two drugs and they can choose their, they can choose their dosage and their quantity. And so a lot of our customers use it just occasionally. And so they can get as few as two doses per month, all the way up to 30 doses per month. It's really up to them. And everything is on a subscription, super easy to cancel or pause whenever they need to. And how much is that? It really varies. I would say that the doses are generally about $3 per dose. And that that includes the prescription and medication and shipping and tax and, and all of that sort of stuff. We really believe very strongly in uh, comprehensive pricing so people don't get sticker shocked when they get to the end of the cart and realize, oh, this is twice as much as I thought. So yeah, really, really inexpensive. When I first started in a swinger lifestyle, this is kind of a funny story, but there were no generics for these drugs. And Viagra was $70 per pill. No way. And this isn't. No yeah, way. I swear. And this, per this pill? isn't $70 per pill. This isn't $70 in 2023 money. This mm. is $70 in like 2010 money. It was. Yeah, it was that's $250 now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah sad to say. Mm-hmm. But we would be at a, we'd be at a club or something like that. And I would feel like we had something going with a woman or with a couple rather, and you have to take this drug about 30 minutes in advance. So I'd wander off to the bathroom and take my $70 pill. And then sometimes that whole interaction, that whole flirting would fizzle out. And oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, that medication costs more than the whole entry into the party. Did. <laughs> so things are definitely different now. It's gotten so much cheaper because of generics that there's just no reason for people to, to be fooling around with illicit drugs or gas station boner pills. I mean, you would have to be a complete fool to buy something like that. Why they have shit like that in gas stations? Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely do. And the packaging is just hilarious. Like if you, if you're ever in like a shady gas station in kind of a bad (laughs) part of town, you'll you'll definitely see them right, right by the say? What is it called? I don't remember what it's called, but one I remember in particular had a guy who was standing over a woman flexing and she was laying on her back as if she was dead. Like he had literally <laughs> fucked her to death. That was the that was the advertising they were using. So right. yeah, I would not oh I would not I would not take any sort of illicit medication like that. And for people, for guys, like say they've never used it or they just, you know, is there, is there information on there of like what you, what you should, how much you should use and when, because you said, oh, it depends on the dose and the strength or whatever. I mean, how does someone know what the fuck they should take? 
There's absolutely information on there. So the Cialis works better. Generally speaking, if people are taking multiple doses or, or, or do, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I just said that incorrectly. If there's taking a dose every day for multiple days, because it sort of builds up in the system. Oh, so, uh, if, so for the guy go for the couple, if they're going on that hedonist vacation, they would, it would be more beneficial to take the Cialis. I think so, because sex can happen very spontaneously in a situation like that. You you meet a couple at noon, and and you may be having sex with them by, by twelve forty five or something, for heaven's sake. So, but the but the Viagra is it can be taken more on an as needed basis. So, most of our customers end up taking fifty milligrams of Viagra. That works very well for most men, and and like I said, it can sort of be used as an insurance policy. It is quite a confidence booster. I mean. <laughs> if you're dancing with a woman in a club, for example, and she's things are, are pretty hot and heavy and, and she's she's backing up into you and grinding and that sort of thing. If, she, if you're already erect at that point on the dance floor, like that is such a confidence booster for both her and him. It's just or or you get into the bedroom and, and you've probably experienced this. You unbutton the guy's pants, you pull him down. He's already fully erect. That is just such a relief because. As any of your female listeners can can tell you listening to this, it's not such a big deal when the guy can't get an erection, but the woman sort of, the whole thing becomes about his lack of erection, right? You're going to spend 20 minutes blowing the guy, seeing if you can get him hard. And then if you can't, you sort of have to play grief counselor. Like it's, it's kind of a whole thing. It dominates the situation. Like I'm personally really into hot wife situations. So I, I know this firsthand where it's, I'm watching and the guy's soft, and I already know how the next 45 minutes are going to go. The entire thing will become about him, and that's okay, and everybody struggles from time to time, but there's no point in struggling and not doing anything about it. Right, now that these things are available and they're so cheap. And listen, in the professional world, if you're in a swingers club, like a woman might not take that personally, but a lot of times women do take it personally if a guy's not hard, right? I mean, that's another aspect for it. And then, you know, that girl doesn't want to talk you through it because she's so in her own head thinking, oh my God, why am I not turning him on? Why is his dick not hard? Why can't he not get it up? You know, (laughs) that's a whole other thing that goes down. I've definitely been with guys where I'm like, oh my God, he just went in the bathroom and he's like wasting all this time because he took a fucking Viagra (laughs) and he's waiting (laughs) for it to work. How long does it, how long does it take? Is it like Tylenol, like 20 minutes? Is it 30 minutes? And then how long does it last? I just want to know for my own curiosity. Little different for every man, but I but I would say take it about thirty minutes before sex for it to have its for it to have its full effect. And then I would say I think I think the medication bottle says four to six hours for Viagra, something like that. If a man is is young and really healthy, he may still be feeling some effects of it the next morning. For example, it can have kind of a lingering effects, but for that real strong potency, about four to six hours, which is really kind of nice because even for your monogamous listeners let's say it's the the missus birthday or a special date or something like that and you just want a little bit extra gas in the tank you want to be able to go two rounds or three rounds ed medication can certainly help a lot of guys do that but you don't necessarily want to be dealing with a hair trigger so to speak the next morning and so Viagra is really great for that for that standpoint yeah no the guy that i think was doing that he's i I call it like the show there's these certain kind of guys that like to put on a fucking show they're like really into pleasing and they want to make you come like five times and they don't want to come because that's what they get off on and they want to stay hard the whole time so i know that that guy was doing it for that reason because he didn't want to come like he wanted to stay hard all that time but he also wanted me to go through that whole fucking two-hour show you 
you know what I mean? And then he had, <laughs> so we needed Viagra. <laughs> I don't like this show, by the way. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm yeah. really curious your opinion about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, yeah. We're, since yeah. we're having a, a, a great conversation on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm pretty involved in the swinger lifestyle, and it seems to me that most men who enter the swinger lifestyle are really concerned about their dick size. They're convinced that their dick is not big enough, when in reality, the women that I talk to are just kind of hoping that the guy's dick works and that it's not going to be painful. Yeah. What, what is your What is your experience? Well, this is my I always I talk a lot about dick size and li- listen. I think a lot of times women become size queens. If you do wind up with a guy with a really big dick and you get used to that, sometimes it could really change you and make you more into it for a while. But I have always said for me, there is just so much my like the inside of a vagina could take. Like how many inches before you hit my service? I don't like that feeling you know to me I'm always like fuck me from behind when a guy has a smaller dick because I'm like oh I could really then get into it and I don't I'm not gonna have that pain but never would I do that with a guy with a bigger dick because I don't want to feel that and then some guy that's too long I don't want that I think just right a little girth a little thing it's fine but I always think it comes down to chemistry and I think that's a lot of it I had one boyfriend that couldn't get it up all the time he would put cock rings all the stuff on but I was so horny for him that I'd be like put it in soft and I'd come (laughs) I don't know so I I think a lot of guys are very paranoid about that and I've done conversations with other podcasters about dick size and people make comments like, yeah, you say you're not a size queen, but then you say you want someone bigger. It's like, <laughs> feel it. but when it comes down to it, it's whoever you're with as a woman, I don't know, we get turned on in a very different way. You know, it's a lot in our minds. It's not all in our vaginas, right? So that chemistry could go a long way, you know? And I have to say, Ouch. I think after when you get older, I'm 54 and I've gone through menopause, I'm on hormones, but I think my vag has gotten tighter as I, I, when you get a little bit older, that happens, right? For some, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. For and, the, s- and the more sex women have the, the, the insult when I was young was like, yeah. Oh, she's all you know, loose like, wallered out or whatever. Yeah. Loose. Yeah. But that's actually not true. Of no. course, it, it's the more, more sex a woman has that the tighter and healthier that that cervix floor and everything is, is going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I was ahead of my time. I fucked whoever I wanted when I was growing up. I wasn't like, I never really wanted boyfriends. I fucked a lot of guys. I just, I was very open sexually, you know, more like the yeah. girls are nowadays. But when I was growing up and I was like the minority, right? So uh-huh. I did have a lot of sex, but never was I considered loose. Like I, that never happened to me. And I did have that one boyfriend, big dick Nick, I call him, who had that huge dick. It did make <laughs> me into a little bit of a size queen for a while, but nice. <laughs> I've never seen a big dick nick since and i've never been disappointed (laughs) a great name yeah big dick nick it was perfect (laughs) that was the real name but i do feel like now as i'm older like you know size actually if someone was way too big it would actually be a problem i would want a little bit smaller because i got a little bit tighter it's not so bad so i think though that the big thing like when when that boyfriend wasn't getting hard and this goes back to your ed medication when he wasn't I always had a lot of guy friends, so I never really personalized like a dick not being able to get it up. Like I never took that personally, but most girls do, right? And I remember with that guy who had the getting it up problem all the time, he had this problem his whole life, but I just kept saying, put it in soft. I don't fucking care. I kept just treating him as a sex object. I didn't say to him, why can't you get it up? Do you not like me? Oh my God, let's talk about this. What the fuck's your problem? I never said anything. And you know what happened to that guy? His dick started getting up and he never stopped getting up. And then he got mad at me that I turned him into a sexual being because he was some psychotic control freak that didn't want that. That's probably (laughs) why he had that problem to begin with because sex can be very powerful, 
right? And it can fucking control you. And then I made him uncontrollable because I fixed his ED problem by not talking about it. But it, it does, women do get in their heads about stuff like that. So if a guy is someone that has a little bit of like stage fright, <laughs> get a little Cialis, Viagra. It's so cheap nowadays. It, it is cheap. And yeah, absolutely. We, we work with a lot of swinger clubs across the country. And so we'll occasionally post in their um, chat forums and stuff like that. And, and it's amazing what women will say. I mean, there are women out there that are just absolutely gorgeous. And everyone would agree these women are, are, are beautiful, beautiful women. And they'll talk about four, five, six, seven, ten guys in a row having issues and and a lot of that is the lifestyle it's it's sort of a anxiety ridden environment yeah um, in terms of trying to have sex in front of other people or someone you just met or uh -huh. trying to have sex while someone else is fucking your wife or what have you <laughs> yeah and yeah and they're like thank god you are talking about ed medication because it really does it really can mess with with anyone's confidence no matter how much confidence they had going into it if if several men in a row are unable to achieve an erection no matter how mature, no matter how high their self-esteem is, it, it definitely impacts their partners for sure. Yeah, and their confidence as well. And this is for guys of any age, correct? It's not like ED is just for an older man. I mean, it could be happening to a guy who's 27. Yeah, I think most of us remember those Pfizer Viagra commercials from like the 2000s where it's always like a silver fox. He's 70 years old and he's his 50-year-old smoke show wife or what have you, and they're going on a really expensive <laughs> vacation. And they usually end up sitting in bathtubs together, as, as I recall. And, and that has really made men feel like this is like an old guy drug. But, but the truth is, ED is happening to men at every age, especially with a lot of men using pornography and masturbation and stuff like that. Like these different sexual situations that men are in or can, in real life can be quite unusual and uncomfortable to a lot of men. And so ED medication, certainly for men of any age, I mean, we have patients, a lot of patients in their 20s, which brings up an interesting thing about using telemedicine versus using an in-person doctor. Imagine for a moment that there's this really healthy 23-year-old guy. He's just the picture of health, no blood pressure issues, nothing like that. And he goes to his doctor and Let's say that he's in an open relationship or he's polyamorous, but he doesn't want to tell his doctor that. And he starts saying things like, doctor, I, I don't know. I just, I start getting nervous during sex and, and then I can't get an erection. That patient is just as likely to leave that doctor's office with an anti-anxiety medication prescription than he was the ED medication prescription he went in there to get. And so being on telemedicine and being able to be completely honest with your physician, which is, look, doc, I have no problems at home, but I was trying to bang these two girls at the swinger party or whatever, <laughs> and you know, six people were watching, and the doctor totally, totally gets what's going on there, and so that's that's really powerful indeed. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, my boyfriend who couldn't get it up, that guy, he was in his 30s, so it, that's why I brought it up, because that guy was not an older guy, and he had issues you know that was and he was in his 30s so let's go through everything and remind everybody robert where they could get it uh explain the products you have at shameless care and i will put direct links in the description so that if people are driving they don't have to worry about remember every remembering everything but just go down the list start with doxy pep and then the sti panel and then the ed stuff and there will be links to everything in the description 
Absolutely. So all of these are available at shamelesscare.com. And there you'll see three headings. One is STI testing. Another one is ED medication. And the third is STI prevention. So Doxypep is going to be found on STI prevention. We don't accept any coupons for Doxypep because it's already so inexpensive. There's yeah. only one other company one other company selling Doxypep and they're selling it for $22 a dose. We're selling it for 15 doses for $109. We basically just really want people to be taking this and helping to reduce those STI numbers. So that's Doxypep at shamelesscare.com. The ED medication, you can use coupon code strictly anon. That's the word strictly and then A-N-O-N and, and just no spaces, put that all together. And that'll get you um, some money off your first quarter. The ED medication is sold on a quarterly subscription basis, but you can cancel or pause at any time. Obviously, consent is really important to us. We're really sex positive and huge into consent. So in just a couple of seconds, men can cancel or pause that subscription That's cool. really whenever they want. Mm -hmm. And then same thing with the STI testing. You can use that coupon code strictly anon um, and get quite a bit of money off of the, either one of those two STI panels. Yeah, I love that. And you're going to get tested for everything. That's a full panel. And it's the throat. So you're getting probably maybe tested for the first time in a way that you've never been tested before. The right way. Absolutely. And for you single guys out there that are on Tinder or you're on field or that sort of thing, whether or not you're in the lifestyle or or whatever, you know, I've often thought that because I'm super into hot wifing, like I said, and so I look at a lot of these profiles and imagine a guy's profile for a second that he's dressed well in his profile pictures. He's not showing any images of his dick. For some reason, single guys love to talk about <laughs> it. It can be such a turnoff. But then in his profile, he has, I use shameless care for my testing and I was tested on such and such date. Here's an image of my results. And just show that comprehensive panel. I've been tested orally and genitally and negative on this, 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 and this. And by the way, I also use ED medication. I don't necessarily need it, but I always use it as an insurance policy. I'm like, to me, that would be the guy. <laughs> that would be the guy I would have needed to pick on his profile and start, his, <laughs> start a conversation with him. Absolutely. He's going to get ahead of the line. Do you have a wife? You do hot wifing? Maybe you got to come on and tell your story one day. I could change your name. You could be phony <laughs> if you want to come on. <laughs> Joe Schmo. <laughs> if you have an interesting, you could come on. You don't have to be Robert, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah. let me know if you're interested. I love all the stuff that you offer. I think it's great. Doxypep sounds like a great new thing that's out there. Uh, I'm surprised it uh, didn't come up 10 years ago. Why? Sometimes you hear about things, the most simple things. You're like, wow, why didn't I think of that? That's it. That's, mm -hmm. and those are the things that are always the best. And I feel that way about that, that you kind of think about it. Like why, what, if they knew that a little, little tiny dose could get things right away and, and nip it in the bud and remove it so you don't get the full infection. Why haven't they been doing that all this time or had a product like that? So it's kind of like, duh, why we're, it's, it's a great thing. I will put links to everything in the description that you offer. Thanks so much for calling in and giving out all this information. I think it's really interesting and I think it's important. Well, thank you so much. It was absolutely a pleasure. All right. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.